Welcome to Better Animal Handling, Chapter 10, Episode 66. center of Missouri, USA. I'm C.B. Chastain, your guide to better animal handling, and Abby, my cattle dog and frequently tied up co-host. Say hi, Abby. Our goals are to improve your knowledge of why domestic animals from Chihuahuas to Clydesdales act as they do and how to better handle them safely and humanely. Today's episode is on maintenance of ropes and leather animal handling equipment. Our topics for this week are how to stabilize the ends of ropes, cleaning and storing ropes, factors affecting leather quality and care, and safety in handling ropes. The ends of ropes will fray or unravel if not fixated. A stopper knot, such as an overhand, figure eight, or blood knot, can prevent unraveling and create a knob at the end of the rope. A stopper knot can be valuable to reduce the chance of the rope being pulled and running through a handler's grip. However, an end knot can be an impediment to tying other knots or hitches. Unraveling the end of a twisted rope a short distance allows the strands to be interwoven, also called backspliced, on the rope to form a crown knot. A crown knot doubles the diameter of the rope, but does not create an obstructive knob to the same degree as an overhand or a figure eight knot. To create smooth ends on a twisted rope, rope ends may be whipped, dipped, Backspliced or melted if the rope is synthetic. Wrapping a section of rope with electricians or duct tape, then cutting the tape and rope together with a sharp knife prevents the ends from unraveling until a more permanent means of fixating the ends is applied. The ends of twisted ropes can be wrapped, called whipping, with the string hiding the ends of the string underneath the wrapping. Natural fiber string should be used to whip natural fiber ropes and synthetic string should be used to whip synthetic ropes. Nylon and propylene twisted, plated, or braided ropes can be burned on the end to melt the fibers together by an open flame or hot irons or hot plates. If not melted Evenly and carefully, rough or sharp strands can develop and be dangerous to the handler's hands. Some twisted ropes are prevented from unraveling by bending a band or a ring of metal, called a ferrule, around the end. Ferrule ropes should not be used for animal restraint due to the risk to the handler or the animal from the metal developing sharp edges. Dipping rope ends into lacquers or similar liquids that dry into a hard encasement also produces a surface that can be hazardous. 
Dipped end ropes should also not be used for animal restraint. Abby says, that's quite a choice. To be whipped or dipped kind of sounds scary. Ropes not in use should be stored properly. Softer twisted ropes are coiled, and the coil is collapsed and tied. This is called hanking a rope. Hanked ropes prevent tangling when releasing the coil. Lariats are stiff and need to maintain their curve. These are coiled and stored in a circular coil, not hanked. Ropes with strands twisted to the right need to be coiled in a clockwise direction. Valuable lariats are stored in rope cans. Ropes cannot be sanitized, but they should be rinsed thoroughly after use, dried with a towel, and stretched out to dry before being hanked or coiled. When hung up for storage, ropes and leather restraints should never be hung over a thin peg or nail, which causes a sharp bend and weakens the fibers. When hanging hanked ropes, the rope should be hung over a tack knob, a two to four inch diameter hanger. Leather is tanned animal skin. Most leather in the United States comes from cattle hide. Thick, strong leather for safe tack comes from selected steers, not heifers, and it's vegetable tanned. Tanning makes leather more durable, pliable, and resistant to wear and rot. The most common methods of tanning are vegetable tanning and chrome tanning. Vegetable tanning produces leather that's non-corrosive to metal, non-irritating to the skin, and can be carved or molded, and it's strong if thick. Vegetable tanning is used for saddle and other tack construction. The Herman Oak Leather Company, founded in 1881 in St. Louis, Missouri, is the leading vegetable tanned leather manufacturer in the United States. Herman Oak Leather Company tans only steer hides. Chrome tanning is less time-consuming and less expensive than vegetable tanning and is more commonly used. It produces leather that's soft, pliable, and strong when thin. It's often used for making leather clothes. Most chrome tanning is now done in Mexico and Argentina. Well-tanned quality leather can last generations if treated properly. It should not be constantly stretched, repeatedly soaked in water, or allowed to dry out. Leather can be shaped by wetting it to create a desired shape, but must be dried slowly with gentle ventilation. It should not be heated during the drying process. Leather should be moisturized one to four times per year with oil, usually a variable combination of lanolin or Neesfoot oil, mink oil, cedar oil, beeswax, or a petroleum-based solvent, and then beeswax is added to the surface. This lubricates the inner fibers and inhibits drying and becoming brittle. 
The frequency should be more often if exposed to moisture, drying, or dust. Leather should be cleaned with a damp cloth as often as needed based on its use. Abrasion can wear the external surface of the leather and small particles of grit ground into the leather can abrade the internal fibers. Leather should never be stored in a plastic bag where it's likely to mold. Exposure to extreme heat and very low or high humidity should be avoided. Exposure to air and gentle ventilation reduces the risk of mildew. Leather should not needlessly be exposed to sunlight. It should be stored in shade or indoors when not in use. Abby says many dogs would be lucky to be treated as well as leather goods. Animal handling ropes cannot be sanitized, but with basic cleanliness, the same rope can be used on multiple healthy appearing animals with little risk of transmitting disease. Keeping ropes clean can not only reduce the risk of transmitting disease, but it can also remove sand and other abrasives or chemicals that can break down the fibers of rope. Urine, manure, and saliva should be rinsed off from natural fiber ropes with just water. The uncoiled damp rope should be laid over hay bales or tied between two objects to dry on all sides of the rope before recoiling or hanking. Synthetic fiber ropes can be washed with water and a mild soap if thoroughly rinsed. Synthetic fiber ropes should be air-dried uncoiled as with natural fiber ropes before they're coiled for storage. Anytime ropes are used to handle or restrain large animals, the handler should never allow the rope attached to the animal to become wound around his hand, arm, or leg. When tying an animal by a halter, if the tail of the rope is long enough to be a hazard, a daisy chain, also called a chain sennet, or monkey braid, can be tied to shorten the length of a lead rope. Daisy chains are formed with a series of loops and bites. All handling equipment should be reinspected for weakness that might cause breakage before each use. When using a hitch, the object tied to should be strong enough to withstand the animal pulling against it with all its force. Lead snaps are often die-cast, created in molds that permit air to be entrapped in the metal, often zinc. Entrapped air makes it weak. Steel or iron snaps are more reliable. A sharp knife should always be carried by animal handlers who use ropes to free entangled animals, an assistant, or the handler. In addition, quick-release hitches can be pulled tight enough by a horse that a hitch cannot be untied. The knife should be retrievable by one hand, and either a fixed blade in a scabbard or an assisted opening folding knife with a cord that extends from the handler's pocket for quick retrieval in case one of the handler's arms is entrapped by a rope. The blade should have a partially serrated edge for cutting thick ropes. Now, 
Let's recap the key points to remember from today's episode. Animal handling rope should be kept clean and properly coiled or hanked. Leather handling equipment should be vegetable tanned, kept clean, and routinely oiled with an animal origin oil. The weakest point in good quality leather equipment is often metal snaps and buckles. Abby says it's time to wrap up this episode. More information on animal handling is available in my book, Animal Handling and Physical Restraint, published by CRC Press. It's also available on Amazon and for many other fine book supply sources. Additional information is available at betteranimalhandling.com. Don't forget, serious injury or death can result from handling and restraining some animals. Safe and effective handling and restraint requires experience and continual practice. Acquisition of the needed skills should be under the supervision of an experienced animal handler. Thanks for listening. Abby and I hope you'll come back next week when I'll talk about knots, bends, and hitches for animal handlers. Hey, Abby, are you not ready yet? (coughs) Abby said, hitch her up for the next bend in the road for safe handling of animals. (laughs) 